for grace, for favor. This is my Hi, it's Minister Linda. A word for the week is God's grace. When you look at the book of Titus at first glance, we might say, well, it's, it's just a small book for it has only three chapters. But when you begin to read its content, then you will realize it's power packed for it begins and ends with a blessing, a blessing of grace. This letter of instruction called one of Paul's epistles is addressed to Titus, his co-laborer in the ministry. It's in this letter that Paul blesses not only Titus, but the readers of this letter. It's his desire that they may enjoy God's unmeritable favor and his unshakable peace. It's in Titus 1 verse 4 that Paul writes, Grace and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Savior. Then in Titus 3.15, Grace be with you all. Grace is derived from the Greek word meaning to rejoice, it signifies favor, goodwill, and loving kindness as granted by one who is superior. When we talk about grace as God's unmerited favor, what do we mean by that? Well, grace is freely given. It cannot be earned. It is a gift. It's given without expectation of payment. It's a voluntary transfer of God's goodness, his loving kindness, his goodwill toward you and me. Unmerited means undeserved. We don't deserve God's goodness. But God wants us to have it. Why? Because he loves us. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, this is what Paul says about grace. For by grace have you been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is a gift of God, not of works that no man should glory. Not of works, meaning it's not of human merit. It's nothing that we do to receive God's grace. When Paul says that no man should boast or glory, we know when we do things, we want the credit. But God's grace is free. It's received through faith in Jesus. That's what the word said. So our grace is accessed through our faith, through our belief in Jesus. And then it's linked with faith in obedience to the word of God. See, 
Obedience is just our faith in action. Obedience is a loving response to a good God. God's grace. And verse 11 of chapter 2 of Titus, it says it's encompassing. It's offered to and available to all as part of God's benefit package. Grace is a benefit of membership in the family of God, our Father. Grace is a benefit of the cross. For salvation was made available through Jesus at the cross. All we have to do is to receive God's grace. We are recipients of his grace, but we must understand that it is not dispersed apart from instruction that requires both understanding and obedience. There's a grace-knowledge connection. Access to God's grace is by means of revelation. For Paul said in verse 11 and 12 of Titus chapter 2, for the grace of God has appeared, instructing us, teaching us in the ways of God. For we who serve God, like Titus, like Paul, there are promises of divine provision and inner stability, regardless of external circumstances. Paul's blessing reminds us that the ministry initiated by God and, and Christ can only be accomplished when we rely upon grace. Not our human means, not our human merit or our strength, but the grace of God. Grace is our companion. Grace comes alongside of us to assist us. Grace is God's doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Grace is conditional. And that God extends grace, but we must be willing to receive it. We must be willing to depend upon God and not depend on ourselves. And the book of Psalms, chapter 103, the word says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Heaven's grace is a benefit. So this week, as you read and meditate on our focal scripture, ask God to reveal his word to you so that you may have a thorough, not a superficial, not a surface, but a thorough concept of heaven's grace. What is the need of having something if you don't understand its, it, its purpose, if you don't understand what it can do, if you don't understand its value and its worth? Meditate on God's 
grace. See, grace woke us up this morning. We didn't wake ourselves up, but the grace of God did. We are saved by grace. The word tells us we're forgiven by grace. We're sustained, we're healed by the grace of God. We are liberated. Sin has no dominion over us because of grace. And 1 Corinthians 15, 10, Paul says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. Paul was referencing all the great things that he had done in his life, but he didn't take the credit. He attributed those great things to the grace in him. We're restored by grace. We're instruments for God's use by grace. Oh, I've been transformed. By the grace of God, I've been perfected by grace. I live by grace. Oh, when I look over my life, I realize that I am alive today because of God's grace. I have full access to God. 24-7, his ears are attentive to my cry by grace. And 2 Corinthians 12, 9, I love what Paul said. He says, know that God's grace is enough. It's all that you need. Isn't that what... God told Paul about the thorn in his flesh. Oh, you can endure. You can go through. Because my grace is sufficient. And this week, even as you meditate on the grace of God, don't forget to thank him for his grace. To my brothers and sisters in the faith I I bless you like Paul blessed Titus. Receive everything God our Father and Jesus our Savior have for you. Grace and peace be with you. This is my season. Come on, y'all.